0: Field and Company on ESPN Las Vegas and ESPN Sports Reno. Four o'clock hour is here. Oh my God, I'm not prepped. I'm not prepped. I'm not prepped. I I lost oh, track. Yeah. I know. I lost track of what was going on. you want me to go get one? Can we, no, 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 no. Do we actually, do we make Ari, who's a very well-respected, I don't even, you can't even call him a, a board-op or a producer anymore. We're not going to call him the executive producer of the show, but something close to that. Call me producer. He's the he's the executive to the executive. He's the executive of the EP. We we need a fork. And someone effed up by not getting a fork, and we had multiple breaks. It's Cofield, it's John Von Tobel. Wait, he said he had plenty of them. Like he just carries them with him. There's lots in the uh, There's lots in the break room, which isn't far away. There's lots in my office, uh, and yes, oh, I really? do. I do carry forks and plates and uh, oh, really? some other napkins. Oh, we got to of- get into this more. Oh yeah! All right, big four time. Battle Injury Lawyers presents the Big Four at four. Number four. So, John had a very busy weekend, John Von Tobel, His uh, mom wanted to come over and watch the hockey. He basically told her, buzz off. You can come over, but we're watching the NBA. No,
1: I actually went over to
0: her place and took okay. the TV. Yeah. I was like, you, you, or, be clear. you, you put her in a, uh, one of the kids', the kids room and yeah. you put her on a little TV. Here you go. Here's an old TV. You can watch the uh, VGK on that TV. But you also got injured, which I meant to open the show with because I'm very concerned. You have accused me of never knowing what's coming at you at the beginning of the show. Yeah, Hurricane Cofield. Could be Moody... Could be goofy. You never know. You never know. So, but I went right into it today because the A's got me distracted. And I didn't ask about your foot, which I, uh, the only thing I knew about your foot was Dr. Willie Ramirez telling you something on Twitter that there's nothing you can do about it. So what's happening here? Uh, so I'm, I'm fairly certain my toe is broken.
1: Um, which not, foot? So it's my left foot and it's my, um, not my pinky toe, I guess my ring toe. Is that what you would call it? You know, the second to last digit on the left and foot? And you're wearing shoes? Am I not supposed to? I don't know. I have no idea. I figured it would hurt enough that you.
0: There's no way you'd wear. Shoes. I mean,
1: all it is is like this dull throbbing pain now. You know, like uh, it's not really terrible. Are you taking something?
0: Advil. That's it. Yeah. It's right. so I. What anyway- about the duh do do that Berman talked about? Whatever those are. What? I don't know what that is. I, don't
1: know. I was going to say there's some other you know chemicals involved later at night when I'm home and I don't have to go anywhere. Um, but that's yeah, about it. All natural. Yeah. That's right. Don't get hooked on anything. Um but no, like, I, and here's the thing, like, it wasn't anything crazy. I, I had stepped into, so my bathtub, I, I or excuse me, in my shower, I have, like, a window. And up on the window, sometimes I'll put, like, you know, my phone if I'm listening to music, whatever, all you know, all sorts of stuff. So i go up there to grab something, and I go to step back out of the tub, just routine step out of the uh. tub. And I just don't bring my foot over the lip of the tub yep. high enough yep. and Jam just it. cracked it. Yep. And... I wasn't going – it was so weird because I wasn't going, like, fast. I didn't, like, swing my foot particularly, at least differently. But I must have gotten perfect within an hour. It's purple. It's swollen. Nightmare. Yeah. So I had to ice it down. It's still purple today, a little swollen, a little puffy. Um, But given the pain and everything I've read, I'm, like, 90% sure it's broken. But as long as it's not, like, crooked or anything, which it's not, I don't have to really do anything. It'll just heal on its own.
0: Willie's advice. Did you even say it?
1: I think I did. I got a lot of feedback on a lot of stuff. I'm a popular guy on social media.
0: You're getting overrun. You can't. You actually can't answer no, actually, all the answers. Well, that and Twitter for me. I don't know if it's everybody else, but it's kind
1: of a nightmare. It kind of glitches out on me a lot.
0: Yes. Yes, yes. Uh, Willie said, uh, don't bother with a doc or quick care. They can't do a thing. Ice, right. ibuprofen are encouraged. Shots of whiskey and bong rips are optional. Okay. Yeah, I did read all that, sudden, actually. Willie's yeah. Willie's a big weed head. That's huh? my bit. Uh, duh, Come duh, on. duh. Our Canadian aspirin with a little bit of codeine in it. A quote just to give you that pop uh, example, if you want to use it in a sentence, when I go to Canada, I always smuggle back some du du in the corner of my suitcase and my Chris Berman reference, which by the way, right I don't know what this is on. Oh, Urban Dictionary. The fourth paragraph on du du du's on the Urban Dictionary. Chris Berman likes do-do-do's. What is that? How do you spell it? French. Right du- French. Two 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 Oh, okay. Du- okay. I was typing yeah. in D-U-H. No, D-U-H, no, 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 D-U-H- Not D-U-H. not, D-U-H. not no, or do no.
1: Oh, yeah. you talking about do do do?
0: Is that how you say it then? Yes, yes. or do do is yes. There you go. Oh, Get your okay. hand on some of them. Oh, I might have to.
1: I mean, it's not like a. We're doing illegal drug deals here. It's right not now. a crippling pain, but it doesn't. Like I'll tell you this: like it definitely feels broken. Like I can totally feel my toe, and it feels we. <laughs> it feels weird. There's yeah. more weird feeling than pain than anything else.
0: Number three. I'm gonna have to push this off. You did, uh, one of the other things you did this weekend was you made some food, which you make every Monday. and Wait, then you're you not going to try it? Well, I'm going to try it during the next break. Okay. I don't want to. Just do it. I mean, I guess is that the joint No, no, I don't want to. Yeah, no, do it because no, I, I can describe it. We're going to do it at a, uh... I don't know. We'll do it on camera. Okay. We're rolling some videos. If you missed the first video we put up on uh, Facebook and Facebook. Yeah. There you go. I made an is antipasto. However you want to say it. Antipasto. Salad. It's not exactly the way I... Um, (laughs) President and GM Bob Myers, Warriors. I know that you follow the Warriors very closely. You're a big Dr. Dre fan. I'm not of Draymond Green. So, Bob Myers stepping down. Is this the beginning of the reshuffle?
1: Uh, I think it's the beginning, yeah. You can call it that. I mean, it's an interesting offseason. They've got a lot of big questions to answer as they're going forward. Uh, Klay Thompson is in the last year of his deal, and obviously extension eligible. Draymond Green... Uh, is, of course, sitting on a player option, I believe, and I don't know if he has decided to exercise that or not. So you're looking at, potentially, uh, the beginning of the end for what was an awesome era for the Golden State Warriors. So, yeah, I think this might be the first step of it. When you're talking about – because here's the other thing, too. I mean, there's ego involved in a lot of this stuff. And when you're a guy like Bob Myers, do you want to start from scratch with the same organization you've been with, especially if you've been asking for more money, or – do you want to go somewhere to an organization that might view you as like the Savior, who's going to give you everything you want, and have the ability to build up yet another team in your image and prove that
0: you can do it wherever you want? I think it's probably a lot of that. A lot of tentacles in something like this. Could this be someone just saying, you know what, I want to build the team out of the way I want to build it? I want Draymond Green here. I'm leaving. I mean, I don't know. So in other words, he he's being told, we're bringing him back. No question.
1: And he's like, all right, no, I can't do this anymore.
0: Uh, uh, I'm saying he's on the side of Draymond Green. They're saying we're not going to bring him back. And oh, he's like, I, I'm i going to – it's him or me? Wait, no, it's him and me. Um, and if it's not him, then it's not me. I'm out. You know, I'm a big
1: fan of Draymond Green. That would be an interesting uh, shift to sink on, if you will. Like, nah, got to have Draymond. Steph, Clay, you can get rid of them. We can find those guys. They're a dime a dozen. But Draymond, nobody brings the intensity like him.
0: Number two. Uh, Mark Cuban over the weekend tweet. Got a personal question for everyone watching (laughs) Heat and – he wrote Heats and Celts. Uh, Heat and the Celtic. Heats. Or Celtics. Now I'm screwing it up. Got a personal question for everyone watching. Uh, Who is watching on a pirated stream? I'm curious how prevalent it is. Like fourth comment down from a bucket says, nice try, Narc Cuban. What is he doing? So he's now been known as Narc Cuban, which is great. What is that? Right. What is he going to tell you if I'm – We're not MMA fans. MMA fans are dumb enough to do that. They openly brag about it. Of course. But I think Dana White got them so worked up, I said, I'm coming after you, that they're like, okay, the challenge is on. It was, can I say,
1: one of the crazier, I can't remember what UFC fight it was, but it was when the pay-per-view went down and it wasn't working. And so I was so irritated because I bought the fight and I tweeted out like, all right, where can I get a link? I had 60 DMs in my inbox in seconds. With people, with these links—they're very easy to come by. I have a few of my own, but I will say, nobody is straight up answering this. Like, oh, I am. Like, what? What is the goal? It reminds me of the, uh, you know, "Hello, fellow kids" thing, right? Like, you're being a little too obvious in the wording. The FBI agent wording of anybody watching Heat's Celts right now? You tell me where you're watching. I'm it? just curious. Just trying to strike up a conversation. <laughs> right? No big deal. And that's what he was saying. He was like, "Oh, I'm just, you know, I'm just trying to." You know, just just think about some stuff. Just want to see. Like, nobody's telling you, Mark.
0: We're all being watched. That's so I told you before the show, you know, I uh, like to go to sleep. You know, I go to sleep with a couple hours of TikTok, right? Scroll through, which you always, you look at me like, a couple hours. And last night, I could not get away from MDW, Jersey Shore. It was (laughs) Memorial Day weekend on, on the Jersey Shore. And I'm like, I didn't talk about this all weekend. I didn't search for it. They're, John, they're watching us all the time. Of
1: course they are. So
0: if you openly admit on a social media platform that you're stealing the NBA playoffs, you're going to be in trouble. Oh, they're coming Watch right out. for you. All of a sudden, those streams are going to die. You won't they're be able find coming. It. Oh, they're always watching. I'm. I, you know what? I am so curious to see what happens with all the uh, folks when the news came out that Sunday Ticket was going to be on YouTube. You know, Google, mm-hmm. and people are like, "Okay, that's it. All the all the stealing. It's done. High tech." They'll be able to stop it and, every, and like a bunch of people come up on Twitter and they're like, "All right, let's go." Oh. They're not going to stop me. I'm like, maybe they will, I don't know. I don't I'm know. getting it though. I'll do another I'll do another deadline promotion. It's June 6th. I'm all about saving the audience money. If you're getting the Sunday ticket, it's 249 and then it jumps 100 after June Man. 6th. And by the way, no specials after that. I am adhering to the fear tactic, okay? I'm following it. If I buy it before June 6th, no specials. I, I I get to save a hundred. I'm in a
1: weird place because I'm not gonna know what my schedule is for football season uh, until like the day before football season. Just I'm sure. Buy it. No, because what if I, what if I'm on air? What are you working eight to six on Sundays? Probably like twelve to four. That's not okay. good. Yeah, right. Or like ten to one. We well,
0: gotta watch games in the morning. Watch the first three quarters. Okay, and then it's the afternoon games. we it's like two. I'm can't be you able just to tell them, him I them I bought the package? I, I can't work.
1: Uh, going back to people being <laughs> high maintenance, I'm not one of those, so I don't get that that's leeway.
0: A, that's the last thing you want.
1: <laughs>
0: Number one. This weekend was so full of interesting news. We'll get to the Raiders and Jimmy G. The Knights make the Stanley Cup final. The A's somehow slip in their introductory hearing, you know, presser, whatever, presentation for their stadium yesterday. There was also the big NFL news that DeAndre Hopkins was going to get released. Hmm. And I, I, I'm i starting to think, I guess most reactions are just for the clicks at the start to get the eyes. But I did see the vibe from a lot of people, shocking. DeAndre Hopkins, cut. I swear middle of the week last week, we had this exact conversation that no one is trading for him at that salary. Because he had he had come out on a podcast and he's like, oh, these are the quarterbacks I want to play for. Okay, well, you're going to get cut, so if you're willing to make pennies on the dollar, you can you can play all you want with Patrick Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes or Josh Allen or you know Justin Herbert or the two other guys you named. But the problem is, there's a report that came out this weekend that he's not willing to take lesser money, that Rich. he wants a good deal. I figured that was probably the case, and that was my question with DeAndre Hopkins, who is good, but I don't know if he's great anymore. Mm-hmm. By the way, he's played 19 of the last 34 games. And, and when suspension? he's played, yeah. it's kind of been pedestrian. It's not what he was. And... This is where, hey, the greats going into their 30s, some of them stay at the same level. Raiders hope Devontae Adams does that. Other guys, you know, remember A.J. Green? Julio Jones a little further along just hit the wall, fourth receiver.
1: Well, we did get an update today. I don't know if you saw this. We know where he's going. He signed with an agent for Clutch Sports. So I'm assuming he's going to be a Los Angeles
0: Laker within the hour. <laughs> this is always the joke. Anyone <laughs> who's with a Clutch – it all seriousness, yeah, we I mean we help Tristan uh, Thompson. Can we get DeAndre Hopkins? He played a little high school, high school basketball. Why not put, put him on the, the roster?
1: The Nuggets sign him as like a power forward just for like the NBA Finals. Put him on there. I look,
0: he's got something to offer if you're a team that needs like another just a wide receiver. But again, it's the price. At what? Yeah, at what dollar amount? Most people have their roster set. I mean, he would love to play with the Chiefs, but how do they make that work? If mm-hmm. if the GDM damn Chiefs can manipulate the cap, it's funny. We just had Darren Dreger on a hockey guy from TSN, and it was like, oh, you know, the whole – he didn't say this, but I'll say it. You know, the Knights, F them picks. Let's just keep buying, buying, buying. Well, they're going to have to pay someday, are they? Are the Chiefs ever going to have to really pay, right? If they get DeAndre Hopkins and he's paid a DeAndre Hopkins-like salary, that is freaking nuts. So it's his choice. Make less, go to the Chiefs, make more, go to the Panthers, the Lions, the Packers, maybe – the Ravens. This hour is brought to you by Battle Worn Injury Alerts. Call Justin Watkins, Matt Hoffman anywhere in the state of Nevada, 766-1400. It's Coalfield and Company on ESPN Las Vegas and ESPN Sports Reno. Very nice. Very nice. Let me get a little drink here. Get the tang out of my mouth. That was That was good. That was a good break. So John comes on on Mondays as our gambling expert because he is a gambling expert from Veasan, John von Tobel, and I almost think he's it in. He's one. He's proud that he's going to out chef all of us on the show regulars. Uh, most importantly, out chefing Willie Ramirez, who gets really worked up. Does he? Willie has basically filled the shoes of Ryan McKinnell because you remember how worked up McKinnell would get, right? Like just so blustery, and because uh, we've had incidents here with Willie Ramirez where. No, yeah, I just I throw it out there. It's for conversation. I'm not questioning your chefing, your culinary skill set, but I throw it out like I don't know a year ago. I'm like, hey, do you know how, do you know how to make mac and cheese? Because he mentioned he was making mac and cheese. I'm like, do you know how to make it? Yeah, it's like a that's a it's a very particular thing. Right. Uh oh, he's held on to it since. Really? So annoying. That's not dad. like Willie at all. No, no. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> a little song came out. Um. So you made uh, you told me over the weekend you're making uh, any pasta, mm-hmm. and oh, that's uh, how you say it. I don't know how you say it. Or however you want any pasto. yeah, any pasto. Um, you mentioned one ingredient that was missing, and I think you're right. Black olives, no, because you're right. Olives go in this a lot, but I'm not yeah. an olive person, and nor are you, because we had that. That was another big blow up on the show years ago. Yeah. Adam Hill and his <laughs> black olive thing with the pizza, where John, John, it was that was a good screaming match. But anyway, no black olives and uh you need a little kick right yeah very so they're they're in there but they're very
1: slight the, but you made
0: it family friendly yeah the peppercinis um yeah. Peppercini. pepperoncini or like a you know banana pepper rings right would add a little bit of kick to it but the whatever salami you got it, that that looks top shelf yeah well yeah it was like That's that dr- garbage. that
1: dry columbus salami you know the big
0: rod yep. you just grabbed it diced it up some uh mozzarella <laughs> the pearls i have to <laughs> I have to get this video. Uh, again, TikTok over the weekend. Just a big mozzarella chant. Yeah, the mozzarella uh, pearls. Not beautiful, that's beautiful. Um, the dressing, I assume, just store-bought and you just poured it in?
1: Uh, no. I, what? Like, made it. You made it?
0: Yeah. Uh, olive, olive
1: oil, water, sugar, uh, white vinegar, a couple of other seasonings in there
0: like basil and good like job, oregano, man. stuff like that. Blend it up and yeah. Yeah. that's beautiful. There you go. I thought it was good. And I thought summer- it was really good and I'm like, I I have a philosophy- you don't look like this, right, with a, with the a big oven yeah. to put stuff in, uh, the big belly. You don't look like this unless you like buffets. And I don't get to go to buffets often, but one of my big things about buffets is I'm not loading up on the salad-y stuff. Right. Even though, as an old guy, I should because it will clear the pipes and you don't want to get all jammed up after a buffet. But I this is the kind of thing, the salads, that will just ruin the rest of the meal for me because I cannot stop. Yeah. So I've sealed it. The fork is on top of it. Ari, whose job is not to get forks for Cofield and Company during the show, he did a wonderful job of providing the most important prop. But um, are you insulted if I give – because Willie would get pissed. Are you insulted if I give it a B-plus? No, not at okay. all. Because you, con- you, you kind of – you mentioned a couple of other things you could have thrown in.
1: Yeah. The, the pepperoncines are the big one that I was disappointed by. Uh, I also think you can mix the meats up. So, like, do half salami, half pepperoni. I've seen that at times. That would be good. Right? You know, throw those, throw that in there, Pepper- so that would be onion? good. Uh, I don't know. I feel like there's a cheese like like maybe something else you could add outside of just the mozzarella cheese, a mozzarella, Uh but it really overall, Double I think cheese that, it? Yeah, you could you could probably yeah. put
0: some um some sort of stinky cheese in there. Yeah, right. And then oh, um, right, you want some?
1: And then the biggest thing is uh don't of know course I put
0: stinky provolone in, but I had I had a, by the way I had a lot of stinky provolone this weekend. It was real good. The um makes a m- pungent
1: more pepperonis cuz I actually
0: really like like I'm one of the people that will take pepperonis out and just eat them. I feel bad. You should take this back. Well, no, take it. It's Tupperware. And your wife will not eat leftovers. She will, but she's but, very she, she, but she's
1: also very. So what's the word I'm looking? At? Like she's very charitable, I guess. So like in other words, when I told her I was bringing her some, bringing yeah. you some, no, bring it all them. Yeah. Let them have it.
0: And I'm like, I'm, right. you know what's funny? I'm uh, it's, it's not to be, not that this is supposed to be a surprise, but there, every once in a while, when we have leftovers, and I'll look at what's being given away, and I'm, I'm kind of like that. Over there. Yeah, I'm like don't give away too much of it. Isabel's too. Save nights. a little bit. Well, okay, yes. but you would have given me this much. Huh? You, you would.
1: I mean, I don't think that's that much. It's a so lot. Y- oh.
0: you you think you would have kept half? Not really. Okay. All right.
1: I actually, and to be honest with you, Isabel packed it. There could be more.
0: I thought that she used everything. I uh, there could wouldn't be that more. be glorious if yeah. you got home later and there was like another Tupperware of that size? Yeah. I mean, there's a more for chance. you. To, to let everybody oh.
1: in, I was actually, Isabel was nice enough to let me, like, catch a 20-minute nap before I came in.
0: So, like, I, she just, nice. like. I By the way, <laughs> I like relationship terms. Like, my my mate was nice enough to allow me to nap. Well, I mean, we have a
1: kid. You know, oh. one of them's at school, but the other's still there. So, you know, it's nice so you're enough right, to. You're, uh, right, you know, you're right, you're right, you're right. It could be easy to say, hey, can you help me out? But no, she let me crash for 20 minutes. And then when I came out, it was one of those where, like, everything was on the counter. I was like, all right, cool, I got to go. Thanks.
0: So I won't take that the wrong way, and she won't either, right? No. Okay. Like, if I said the SO, the significant other, we were having someone over on uh, Sunday, and she was nice enough to clean the kitchen.
1: Yeah, that's nice. That's, that's not nice going to be
0: taken like she never cleans the kitchen.
1: No, that's a nice thing to do.
0: Okay. That is nice. Yeah. Teamwork. I mean, you're going to say,
1: you assume you take turns, so right? When you do things, it's nice enough. Uh, My general- wife- I'm sorry.
0: General philosophy in the house with the uh, leftovers from restaurants? Oh, you guys I guys scoop up
1: everything. I take yeah, we take everything, and I generally eat them. Yeah,
0: I get a little fight uh, about her plate. Yeah, but I normally I don't care what size it is. A
1: fight in that what? Oh, so yeah, it? it's like ah, that's
0: too too. It's too, too small well, to oh, take yeah. back. I'm like, no, it's not. I'll give you the ultimate. She had a turkey burger about three days ago. She took off the red onions and the tomatoes. Mm-hmm. The meal gets done, and I'm like,
2: wrap that up. Okay, that's a little extreme,
0: is it? <laughs> the, the tomatoes like the, the cuz I don't buy tomatoes. The Fixin. I don't buy tomatoes. Right, but they don't have a long shelf left. They don't have a long shelf left. you're right. Yeah. But she wrapped it up in a napkin cuz she was worried about everything else and getting soggy. In a napkin. Yeah. Yeah. That's disgusting. So, I pulled it out like a napkin in in the in the little crate, in the styrofoam crate. It was in there with the other leftovers. Cuz she didn't want no, it to No, I know
1: look, what I'm saying is the tomato
0: would like soak into the napkin. You'd get got like a napkin pieces got in got there. A little yeah. smushy, it's fine. So, what, eat a little paper? It's not the biggest deal. But yesterday I opened it cuz I was like I'm going to I got a burger here that I made. I want some tomatoes on it. Nope. I don't want some onions. So I go in, the tomatoes were there, she didn't take the onions, so it was a half success. Okay. But yeah, I'm cheap. So I'm not I I don't buy tomatoes. Yeah, that's so since I've been trying
1: to cook more, one of the things being cheap that i am trying to learn about. Mm-hmm. So like right now since I made this, um, I've got about I'd say 10 to 12 cherry tomatoes in my fridge that I don't know what to do with, because I don't like tomatoes. It was good in this, yeah. but I don't like tomatoes in general, and I, I have to figure out what I'm
0: going to do with That's them. That's a problem, and I live too far to take them. I, get, I could stop by just for a little thing of tomatoes or after the show. Is that crazy? Because
1: you know what the other thing kills me as a chef? Can I trade you something? Um, You can have them, yeah. Um, they're called cherubs, I guess. You know what kills me is? Did you just say as a chef? Yeah, as a chef. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> So what kills me, though, Slip is so I I like, to, you know, one of the things that I've really learned because I've been reading and doing a little bit more research on this is like using fresh stuff, you know, so like fresh garlic instead of like the canned mince stuff has a lot more flavor or herbs and things like that. But they sell herbs in like such these massive packs where like if I buy a thing, like I bought a thing of parsley for this like and I'm looking at it and I just go like, OK,
0: use some of this. Yeah, I got I to make what, something what, else. With yeah. Now. What
1: am I going to do with the rest of this? Cilantro, all these things. Wait, well, you I don't just know what type be. in like parsley recipes, or or well, so what, what I've read is generally over. I didn't know this, but generally you just use parsley as like to make like to give a thing color because mm. it's really bland in terms of its flavor. So so the last couple of days, you yep, throwing on top of everything, <laughs> just burger parsley, <laughs> you know, chicken nuggets parsley. So there you've been you go. Making a presentation lately? <laughs> yep. Oh yeah. I mean, the picture I Isabel's got a better picture. I sent you a picture because I was also I don't know you didn't comment on it. There was also a garlic bread
0: that we made. Oh, with I didn't see it. With a balsamic glaze. I sent in the picture. Oh, okay, good. Yeah. All right, I'll look at it's it. good. That's another one I'll look at during the break. You get any more of that? If I'm going to stop over and grab food. No, we it, might, it, might have three or four items for me. Please. That's
1: the one thing the kids will be like, ah, I
0: love garlic bread. Sure, I'll eat all of well, them. I'm not going to take from the yeah. kids. You can
1: One of them. Uh, one of them's insane. The,
0: the other was eating chalk the other day. So we love talking food, and sometimes I'll do it just because I don't want to get to a couple of news items. But I think we have to hit this. You know the SEC is meeting in Destin, Florida?
2: Mm
0: -hmm. One, there was a great feature on Destin, and I guess it's called Sand Destin. Apparently, it's a big coach retreat, living vacation, summer vacation, full-time residence. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Ross Dellinger did the story. Read it. It's pretty interesting. I think he may have just ruined the whole area for these coaches. It's this really secret, quiet beach area on the Florida Panhandle. And one coach did tell him, he's like, I'm not, I'm not talking to you about this. He's like, don't write about that. <laughs> don't write about that. So what's going on at the SEC is you've got all the, the presidents, high-level administrators, and then coaches of uh, football and men's basketball. And on the football side, one of the things they're discussing is an eight- or nine-game mm. conference slate. Nick Saban actually said, uh, beyond the eight or nine games, I I do prefer that we all play Division I opponents. Ooh. I figured he was one of the guys who was actually in favor of the SES nonsense that they squeeze in for Just, one game a year. It's going to happen to the yearly Mercer game before right? the Iron Bowl. Right? But I guess he'd rather see everyone play Division I opponents. Um, the comments so far that got me, did you see Eli Drinkwitz? Uh, I saw a lot. I saw some comments about sports gambling. Oh, I want to hear those. But in a couple of minutes. Yeah. Maybe with uh, Sammy P. No, Drinkwitz, you know it's killing these coaches. The NIL is killing these coaches. Right? Missouri coach Eli Drinkwitz, according to Ross Dellinger, says college players through NIL are making more than his brother-in-law, who's a pediatrician, quote, he saves lives. Do you make more than your pediatrician, brother? You do? Then shut up! This is the kind of stuff. If I were a recruiter, and I might not do a lot of negative recruiting, but that is absolutely one of the things I would put in front of a kid and go, that guy doesn't believe that you deserve a share. I don't know how coaches survive like this. You're making $5 million plus! To coach Missouri football, and you're worried about the kids getting too much? Sam Pennyadovich is coming up in about five, 10 minutes. Miles Simmons on the NFL Pro Football Talk. PFT had a big story about Jimmy Garoppolo's contract. Weird addendum. Weird. So, was there a story here, or do we follow what a lot of the Raiders media are saying, which is there's nothing to see here? We all knew about this. Move well, on. then why didn't you write about it? Back in March, we're not moving on. Not we're not talking, moving no. on. I'm not going to let different, you. Different. It's a different show. Nothing to see. It's a different show. <laughs> oh, it's fine. Moving they, on. They knew. Should have that drop. John von Tobel's here. It's Cofield. Halfway mark of the show. We're on in Reno. ESPN Reno. ESPN uh, Las Vegas. So the Jimmy G story. Turns out that he had surgery on his foot. We knew. They added an addendum to the contract pending a physical getting ready for the start of the season around the time of training camp. If he's not ready to go and they feel like, hey, it's not going to work out, they can get out of the contract with Zippo owed to Jimmy G. This is a weird deal. Very weird deal. Ari, you sent over a note. You're going to read it because I don't want to screw up the context. You started by saying Raider Nation is going crazy over Jimmy G. Some saying it would be a blessing if the contract ended up being voided. Beyond that?
2: Okay. Cut it. Oh, you want me to read the rest of what I wrote? I'm sorry. Others say
0: they should have never signed them, and a few, quote, I'm a fan no matter what, folks. Do either of you think there's any truth to the idea that the organization was fully aware of the situation ahead of time? And then I added the fact that it's kind of an interesting titled addendum G Right. waiver so in the, the contract. Jimmy G contract with mm-hmm. addendum G. All right. So, John, answer his questions. Or the question. Hmm. If you knew about the situation ahead of time, why is there an addendum? Uh, you know, you just want to protect yourself, Steve. You know, you just don't, want to make sure this. that come on, don't do this. Everything's being taken care don't of. Don't do this. I know you're 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 poking fun at dot your eyes and cross your t's. The media people who seem very willing to step up and back whatever the Raiders tell them to calm things down. Um, it's a weird deal. Of course, Why? First of all, on the Jimmy G side, because what, what's happening here is oh, this is very common. Well, how common is it in contracts that are sixty, seventy, a hundred million dollars? How common is it for a quarterback? When the quarterback market is this aggressive, Mm -hmm. or was that aggressive? Other teams wanted Jimmy Garoppolo. So I'm wondering why he would agree to it. Uh, Most people are saying, well, because he knows he's going to be good. Can he really know that? With his injury history, can he really know that the foot's going to be fine? Can I also say, do we know that other teams wanted him? I mean, and especially... That that was one of the weirdest things at the time. I I think the Jets had some interest, but they were going to be dragged along the Aaron Rodgers story for a while. That's what I mean. That almost seemed like at the time... Maybe this maybe this kind of brings it all together. Did the Raiders sign Jimmy G to this flashy deal, knowing that it could the Raiders could get out of it? Mm. Because at the time we're like, who are they bidding against? Why sixty seven million dollars plus a bonus? Like wh- who are they bidding against?
1: Right, because there was rumors about Houston, but those got dismissed pretty quickly. Then you mentioned the Jets, but it felt like the Jets were just doing it just in case Aaron Rodgers did Aaron Rodgers things and screwed him over and didn't want to go over there, retired or did whatever. It didn't really seem that there was actually a whole bunch of teams. The others were just throwing stuff at the wall. Rumors, hey, the Colts, they're a team that could use a quarterback of the future. Maybe why not him? So, uh, what is, like, isn't there a possibility that they kind of got surprised by this?
0: But you see, this is yet another story where we hear from some Raiders fans and some Raiders media people, there's nothing to see here. And generally, when they all band together to say there's nothing to see here, there's something to see. And it's happened with the, you know, The whole time they've been in Vegas with different leadership groups, there's been something to see here. There's been weird stuff. And this is another one where, sorry if we're a little bit cynical. Just a little bit. Mark Davis' other team, the Aces, taking on the Storm on Thursday, uh, June 15th. That's a 7 o'clock start at the Mick Ultra Arena. AXS.com is where you can get your tickets. Ari's got a pair right now. World Champion Aces against the Storm. Thursday. The 15th at Mick Ultra Arena three six four eleven hundred. 1100, caller
2: 7. Around Massachusetts, they give you these bet bonuses when you sign up. Okay. And I've been waiting for something good at Caesars. <laughs> they gave you a free roll up to $1,250. Oh. That's your first bet risk free. This morning, dropped a little money in uh. and bet the Miami Heat at plus 950. Oh. And I rolled the whole thing out there. Oh. Now, does it win? I don't know. I like them to get by the Knicks and then yeah. against either Boston or Philly, you see what happens.
0: He went on TV. He mentioned that he used his free roll of 1250 bucks to bet the heat 9 to 1. He won. And people are mad. Sam Paninovic you are going to perish on that cross for us in the sports gambling world. We appreciate your efforts, my friend. Nice job. Good win. <laughs> Screw everyone out there who was hating on you, saying that I don't care if it was a free bet. You could have betted on anything. You won.
2: Take the victory lap. Just can't win ever, boys. Can never win. Is on- you know. Yeah, he, and people go, were you uh-huh. drinking? What do you think? Did you watch the video? Yeah, I was drinking. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, yes, yes, he just he just won a boatload of money. He's got Glenn Fly. Glenn Fly. Glenn Fry in the background. Yeah, let's go. All I deal with all the time is people on Twitter telling me that I don't bet. And then when I bet, it's I don't win. Mm-hmm. And then when I don't win, or when I win, it's I don't bet for a living. So you you literally can't you can't please anybody on yeah. Twitter, which you know, people always say you should let that go in one eye yeah, and out the other. Is, you're you're yeah. humble, you don't fan the flames at all. What's your problem? That, I don't know, that, man. That, that was sarcasm, but I'll tell you man. what. This is <laughs> I, I know what you're doing and I don't like it. Oh, I, love um, it. I, I, I love what you're doing. Good. Victory lapped the hell out of these people. Yeah, I, and you know what? It's, it, it brought me to uh, a moment in time where I, I thought to myself, how did I not hedge Boston at 8-1 to one after Game 3? But in the moment, guys, and this is a lesson because we always have to get better when we pick games and give this stuff out. You have to get better. If you don't progress, you die. And looking back, like I had that 1250 free roll, which I was going to get back if I lost, so it's literally risk-free to win uh, – to collect, rather, 13,000. Like, looking back now, how did I not just bet 2,000 on the Celtics at 8-1 to and just free roll even more? But that's the competitiveness in us. I didn't think the Heat were going to lose four in a row, but, man, that, that got sweaty at the end.
0: So, on the basketball front, the sports fan front, you're happy, but uh, what's Boston like right now? I mean, the Celtics just blew it against and a nice comeback, but they blew it against an 18 in the heat. Obviously, the Bruins are way in the rearview mirror. What
2: is that city like right now? Catatonic yeah. when it comes to sports, and I'm not even exaggerating. I mean, this was a city that thought not one, but two championships were realistic. I go back to the, the day sports betting launched, late January. People were pushing each other over at the Encore. To get up to the kiosk and pop the bruins celtics title parlay you know it was almost a foregone conclusion that one of the teams would win and maybe two and the bruins thing is still to me i i can't believe i can't believe that team lost in the first round had a 3-1 series lead had a, a lead in game seven with what, 60 seconds and change to go and the team that boston went out to is now going to face vegas in the stanley cup finals so it's wild out here, and, uh, you know, I don't, I'm don't. i not making fun of anybody from Boston. I just think sometimes people don't realize how hard it is to win a championship. And, again, pushing people over to bet Celtics and Bruins parlayed oh to win titles. Oh, boy. Oh,
0: boy. Oh boy. Sam Pennyhodovic is with us. Nesson, Fox Sports. All right, so what's the bigger narrative today? Uh, dump Jason Tatum. Dump Joe Missoula. <laughs>
2: Not Tatum. Uh, how do you dump Tatum? I mean, I don't. I don't think he's the toughest guy in the league, but he's still a top five player in the league that you can build around. Um, you know, I think LeBron James plays better with a rolled ankle. I, I don't. I don't have the metrics to quantify that, but I, I've seen it. You know what I mean? I mean, Tatum was was super soft last night, and um, people are upset about that. Jalen Brown was awful. Had I think eight turnovers, but the coach is is the fall guy, and I I don't think they do anything. You know that being said, like if you're the Celtics, how do you not run it back? You bring everybody back, the coach got a contract. I don't think they're going to fire him and pay all that out. I I doubt it. And then who do you get that's better? Like who's growing on trees right now, like coaching wise that you want that's going to fix this thing. Um the reality is, the Boston Celtics guys, they went from a team that played hard defense and turned you over last year to a team that played like the Warriors. And they are not the Warriors. They are not even close. They are not Steph Curry and Klay Thompson. But this Celtics team sort of changed its identity and say what you will about Udoka off the court. On the court, he was a defensive mastermind, and he turned your mistakes into points. The Celtics did not do that to that extent. This year, what they did was they got the ball and they jacked threes. And when they made their threes, they won. When they missed their threes, they lost. And that's what the Celtics were this year. And and they lost in game seven because they didn't make their shots, period.
1: Yeah, those Warriors teams actually played defense too. That's a really big <laughs> difference for them. Uh, so let me ask you this because when you're talking about some of the conversations around this, I, I find myself annoyed because we mentioned Missoula and we mentioned Tatum. It's funny how hyperbolic we get because all of a sudden the, the Celtics are not contenders. They were never contenders. you got to split it up. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. You've only, you've been out there for a little bit. Have they not been to the Eastern Conference Finals three of the last four years?
2: Yes, they have. Fact okay, check. All right, all right, Cha-ching. Um, I, I, and, and you look at the board for next year, and right. we we had this conversation today. Look at the title odds to win the 2024 championship, and there are the Celtics on line two. <laughs> you know, I mean, they are loaded with talent. I mean, they go, you know, seven, eight guys deep, and again, all of that is going to be intact next year if they so choose to do so. Um you know, Milwaukee is certainly beatable, and I, I have my doubts long-term about Chris Middleton post-knee injury. I mean, that's a severe injury that he's never going to be the same player that he was. He's a good three now, a great three, but I don't think he's an elite two anymore, Giannis obviously being the one, the best player. But who scares you in the East? Like, If you're Boston right now and you're Wick and Brad Stevens and you're sitting around that very expensive table in a very expensive conference room, who scares you? It's not Milwaukee. You've beaten Milwaukee. It's not Philly. You've beaten Philly. Uh, Maybe it's Miami, but I doubt Miami does this again next year. Nobody scares you. I mean, you have the most talent in the East, but are you good enough to figure out that you need to change the way you attack on offense? Because the the worst thing in sports, guys, is being good enough to win a championship and not winning a championship, right? Mm Mm-hmm. When you have the pieces and you have everything in play and you went to the finals last year and got all the way back to the Eastern Conference Final this year, you are good enough to win a championship. But they are now 0 for 2, and those windows do not stay open forever.
1: All right, let me ask you. Um, I've seen you grade these situations, so I will ask. I had Caleb Martin at 40-1 to 1 to win conference finals MVP.
2: Was I robbed? Is that a bad beat? I think it's a bad beat because you had two people that voted for the MVP that said they were voting for Caleb Martin. That was the strangest thing. You know, Reggie Miller on the broadcast is saying, Caleb Martin is the MVP. And then the voting comes out and he voted for Jimmy. And uh, I was texting with Mitch Moss about this. He was listening to a podcast with Tim Bontemps from ESPN. And Bontemps said on the podcast, going into game seven, yep. He was going to vote for Caleb Martin. And, (laughs) I mean, did he not watch Game 7 when Caleb Martin had 26 points on 11 of 16 shooting and he changed his mind? Oh, Sam, it gets better. Actually, Bontemps, after the Game 7 podcast,
1: then told them, oh, no, at the last minute I actually changed my vote in Game 6 to to Jimmy Butler. So he tells that story after Game 6 omits the fact that he allegedly changed his mind and, and really actually voted for Jimmy Butler and then does what he does in game. said so I couldn't do it. I couldn't do
2: it. Well, look, I was, you know, full disclosure, I was sitting at a bar with Bontemps and a couple other guys. Nick Friedle is a good friend of mine. And, and Bontemps wasn't drinking this night. And he told me after game two that the Heat would never beat the Celtics. So, I, you know, I this stuff is funny. People who cover this league can't predict this league. Look at Barkley for crying out loud. Did Barkley pick both teams three times in the series? Oh, I right. mean, he picked he picked <laughs> the Celtics that. after game one. He picked the Heat after game three. At halftime of game four, he said the Celtics were headed to Aruba. After game four, he said Celtics in seven. And like I mean these guys just they don't know what's gonna happen more than we do. And they cover this league. I feel robbed. One of those that's
1: I will always say, Sam, even though it didn't cash, it was the right bet to make.
2: 40-1 to one on that guy? Come on. Yeah, I think it was a really good bet. And, you know, at many points in that seventh game, the pivotal game, the Heat were literally running the freaking offense through Caleb Martin. Yep.
1: Absolutely. All right, Stanley Cup Finals, Vegas Golden Knights, Florida. Well, you have something? You want to move on? All right, Florida, Florida Panthers. I'll ask you because you're more of a hockey head than I am.
2: Accurate price at minus 130, minus 135 for Vegas? Feels cheap on Vegas, doesn't it? I mean, this is an eight seed that they're facing. Granted, an eight seed that that blew through a hell of a path Boston, Toronto, and Carolina. But at the end of the day, like if I would have told you before the season or before the postseason that Vegas would face Florida, what would you make that price? I mean, you'd have to make it, you know, $2, maybe more. The respect is real, certainly, for Florida, but it feels like almost an overcorrection in the market on Florida. It's a good hockey team. Very good hockey team, and I I think clearly the better goalie. But this Aiden Hill kid is, has been playing really well for Vegas, and you know everybody says, well, he's going to regress eventually. Well, why don't we say that about Bobrovsky? Like only Aiden Hill can regress. Um, this Vegas team is is something special, and they they get their scoring in in a variety of ways. Um, I'm pulling for you guys. I hope the Knights win. Um, I, I really think they have the talent. Clearly, home ice is a big deal. I, I think Vegas is due uh, for a Stanley Cup because they should have had one a couple of years ago against Washington. I, I'll be pulling for you. And, yes, that price feels a little cheap at minus 130 against an eight seed. We deserve it. We've had a really
0: uh, struggle here for six years in the market. We de- we, deserve, we deserve winners. Um, we got to close on this. You looked like a winner yesterday, but you were very coy about your picture. Were those ribs?
2: Were those ribs? I got the smoker. Yeah, I got the smoker a month ago, and I've done two briskets. I've done ribs. Um, I, my next thing is I'm gonna do like a like a a big lamb no. shank. Really? Oh yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. Well, I'm Serbian. I mean, we ask ask Jokic. All we do is eat lamb and drink okay. Coca-Cola. All right. um, Cookout number three produced the ribs, though. So I was proud of the ribs. So here's what I do: I do it low and slow, two seventy-five for three hours, and then I foil them with butter for the last hour, and then cover them in sauce at the end. Okay. Don't put the sauce on early because the sauce burns. Put the sauce on at the end.
0: All right. We're gonna clip this. We're gonna run it by our many pit masters, and we'll see if it gets clearance.
2: Hey, they look good. By the way, real quick, real quick, yeah. did you see these odds at DraftKings on the WNBA championship? Aces or Liberty minus five hundred. That's where we're at right yeah, now, yeah. through like two weeks of the season.
0: Well, Aces are killing people. I know the Liberty lost a uh, game to open of the season, but that was it's one of the narratives. We, believe it or not, we actually talk a lot of WNBA here because we have the champs. But uh, that was the thought that the league helped. Eh, I'm not going to say that, but um, both of those teams are loaded, so it looks like a, a Vegas New York showdown. So, but would I bet those odds, of course not. No, it should
2: be minus twenty thousand. No,
0: those Ooh. teams. One of those
2: teams is winning the title. Okay,
0: I think you know ribs better than WNBA, but again, we'll clip this and we'll run it by Willie Ramirez, who knows the WNBA. So you're going to be part of the show all week, Sam. I'll see you in August
2: too. I just booked out. I'm going to try and see you in
0: person. Uh, Text me the dates. I might might have something going on. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm going to be here. I think I'm going to be here. I think I'm going to be here. Mm -hmm. I'll bring ribs. Oh, then I'm definitely here. Or we'll get ribs somewhere. Sam, you're the best man. Thank you. See you, man. See you guys. Sammy P, Nesson Fox Sports. This hour in Reno is brought to you by our friends. At Battleborn Injury Lawyers offices in Henderson and Reno and Vegas. Call from anywhere in the state, 766-1400.